here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Rob McCarron. He is sounding off, drunk, in the middle of the road, in a snowstorm, wherever he is. Jeff Hawkins. They give him a big middle finger! <laughs> You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. I honestly would have rather gotten a DUI tonight. Wow. Welcome to Shake Them Ropes. Rob McCarron here. Jeff Hawkins with us as usual. It is Shake Them Ropes episode 84. We are live at Shake Them Ropes uh, on VoicesOfWrestling.com. VoicesOfWrestling.com slash STR. We are live broadcasting to the globe right now after NXT TakeOver Unstoppable. Jeff Hawkins, how are you tonight? Rob, let's just take half an hour and hold each other. Oh, I am so good. I am so good. I loved the show. Loved it. Yes. I know loved you, were, it. you were tweeting about how giddy you were. Throughout the entire thing. And now you're even so giddy. Like, we're not even going to talk for the next, you know, hour. We're just going to make noises. Mm. We're just going to smoke a cigarette here, lay down, and enjoy ourselves. We're going to make positive noises. Uh, If you are Mm. listening on the live stream at VoicesOfWrestling.com, you can interact with us on Twitter at ShakeThemRopes. If you're listening to the podcast version, uh, tweet us your thoughts on this show anytime uh, at ShakeThemRopes on the Twitters. and if the if you want to provide feedback on the stream, because we're trying this out again, we're trying out the live streaming. We haven't done it in a couple of months, Jeff. Uh, so mm-hmm. if there are any pros, any cons that you have on the live stream for you listeners out there, uh, tweet us. Make sure that you can uh, hear the show because that would always be a you know a positive. Uh, but it is shake them ropes. We just watched NXT Takeover. Uh, we have questions coming in on the Twitter feed. We'll get to all of those, but let's get right down to it. The big news of the night, the biggest news coming out of this show, and that is that Destination America has canceled TNA. (laughs) And one of their biggest stars has shown up on the show. And on the night that Destination (laughs) America's news that they have canceled TNA, obviously it didn't happen today, but the news of it breaking today that they have canceled come the third quarter of this year, TNA Impact Wrestling on Destination America, one of their biggest stars throughout their entire run, Samoa Joe, has debuted as many had not necessarily assumed or predicted, but thought could be a reality. It is a reality. Samoa Joe working that big rhino deal coming out at the end of takeover. Samoa Joe is in TNA and, or excuse me, NXT. And it looks like he's going right to Kevin Owens. Somewhere. O. Henry smiles at the very thick irony of the entire thing. But uh, yeah, I noticed it kind of hid the Titan Tron when Samoa Joe came out, but you know, it sounds like they're going to really use his name. I guess he licensed it. I think, I guess that deal's all done. Uh, hyped. How hyped are you for Owens, Samoa Joe, big guy, Hoss match. Mm, Owes me. Owes me. Yeah. It's going to be great. Like, I don't think there's any realm where this couldn't be great, but you have Samoa Joe 
calling him Samoa Joe. I can't believe he's the guy, you know, that they're that they're working around their own philosophy on changing names for and owning the names. Now he's not going to be a regular. I mean, this is a guy who's probably going to be working the same Rhino deal. Like he's a guy that Triple H is bringing in to get, you know, the crowd excited to get that touring schedule uh, pretty, uh, pretty hyped as they do take NXT on the road, probably more a little bit here. Um, it, it's just interesting with him, you know, well, you nailed it. I think you nailed it. They, they, a few months ago when you said that NXT's plans is to be the most well-known indie yeah. type federation in, in, in America. And, uh, it's coming and this is, this is a good start. I mean, it's a shame the Briscoes ain't going to be there, but you know, but I mean, I'll look, take what I can get. Look at what you got. You have, no, look, you know, be happy with what you have. You have and, quite and I a am bit. more than happy. And yeah. plus you have a diversified roster. You uh-huh. have tag team wrestling. You yeah. have women's wrestling. You have yep. different styles. You yeah, have all. all the things that are lacking on the main roster. You got it all. I mean, Samoa mm-hmm. Joe is an NXT. Think about this for a moment. Will you please? My mind is blown. <laughs> Kevin Owens, the former Kevin Steen, currently is feuding with Samoa Joe and John Cena on WWE TV. What is happening here? What world are Greatness. we living in? Greatness. That's that's what we're living in. Kevin right Owens now. is we're, feuding we're... with Samoa Joe and John Cena at the same time. And remember when two of the three were too fat to be a year, anywhere associated with the WWE? A year ago, this guy was getting super kicked by the Young Bucks in Reseda, California. And now he's feuding with arguably one of the biggest stars in TNA history, the biggest draw, if you will. I mean, let's face it. His matches with Kurt Angle were the biggest draws TNA ever had. Well, I believe he was assisting in the super kicks, not being super kicked. His last night, he got super kicked by Adam Cole in the <laughs> oh, that's, box. Uh, that's true. Okay, fine. You're going to be technical about it. I'm going to be super technical about it. <laughs> super technical. But Samoa Joe is here in NXT. Uh, we have a question coming in from at King of the Marks. How appropriate. I love that name, by the way. Uh, who will get their title shot first, Finn Balor or Samoa Joe? Mm, Balor. I, I think. think. I think so, too. And I think it's going to be the same situation as last time. I think it's going to be Finn Balor is the TV contender who loses on the way to the next NXT TakeOver where it's Joe versus Owens. I still think that I still think one of the reasons for that is that Balor's kind of being looked at for the main roster. I I think that they're actually going to pluck one of these guys and bring him up. Should we stop thinking like in that way where we talk about, okay, who's going to be up to the main roster now? Because over overall, yes, overall, yes, we should. But there are specific cases where it just smells like. I mean, because if you're not going to put Balor in the main program, mm-hmm. then the only, I mean, then either they find something lacking still yeah, or, or they don't want, um, you know, or they don't want to put him in a main program and then bring him up. They want to bring him up so that it's not taking away from the NXT product, so to speak. I think because we we've been talking now for the last year, really ever since Finn Balor kind of came in and then you had yes. Hideo Itami yes. and then well you had Hideo Itami first and then Finn Balor and now uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn for the longest time. But that was before it was announced as a touring brand. And but, now it, now yeah. now there's stra- now there's strategy involved. But we were you talking- have to be strategic about who you pick. It's just funny because on the first Shake Them Ropes we ever did, like 
those first episodes that will never see the light of day, you know, we were talking about the Ascension being NXT lifers just because it was not necessarily because it was a touring brand ever, but because they were a WWE network exclusive show. Like in the, in the old days back last year in early 2014, we were thinking they would keep some guys there just so they would have something specific to NXT TV. So you can sell the Mm -hmm. network. Now it's that on top of the live shows. Right. So now you have yeah. all of this stuff that would be reason enough to keep a guy like Kevin Owens down there. And maybe we'll see this hybrid where Kevin Owens is not just an NXT regular on the touring shows, but some of the NXT guys get matches on WWE pay-per-views, like not necessarily on the main roster, but they're on the main roster shows every once in a while. As long as they're not fodder, I'm fine with that. Cause Kevin Owens is wrestling in a week and a half on elimination chamber. John Cena. And at the time he's wrestling John Cena, he will be feuding with Samoa Joe on NXT TV. We live in strange, wonderful times, brother. Mind mind blown. (laughs) This is so crazy. It's so crazy to think this is happening. And we have possibly one of my top three matches of the year in the Sasha Becky match. Oh, yeah, let's let's run through this card as we talk about the craziness that is um, for those who were anticipating uh, us talking about our top 100 WWE Network matches this week. We were supposed to wait. We were supposed to do DDP and Randy Savage tonight, but because mm-hmm. we are so hyped on this NXT and it's all yes. NXT takeover show, we are going to hold that off the DDP Randy Savage match from Spring Stampede 97 until next week's show. So we'll Mm -hmm. talk about that match on next week's show because we got some NXT to talk about. We got Uh, a lot of NXT. Let's get to it. uh, Quickly, before the, uh, on the Triple H conference call yesterday, uh, he told the world that Hideo Itami would not be wrestling on the show, but he would be Mm -hmm. represented in storyline. And that representation in storyline tonight was that he was injured in the parking lot. How very horseman. Injured I love it in the parking lot and announced that he suffered a torn rotator cuff because that is the injury of the day for everyone on NXT. Apparently torn rotator cuff Hideo Itami out any chance, you know, we already talked about Samoa Joe showing up any chance that it was Samoa Joe that attacked him in the parking lot or will they just give it eight months and see who they want to feud him with and say that was the person who attacked him or could it be just Tyler Breeze down the road? I thought it might be Finn just to get him out of the match. Mm-hmm. But I mean that I mean it's open to possibilities. It's one of those things where you can decide at the time okay, when he comes back. Okay, who do we have? Who's yep. ready? Who's in what story? I mean it's it's an open ended thing. And, Mojo and they didn't. And they didn't. Oh God! Mojo coming back with vengeance. Leva Bates. You can really find uh, <laughs> anyone. It's like the it's like the you know the limo driving over Steve Austin angle. Like you'll see where you're at in eight months when Hideo Itami's ready. And just pick somebody. <laughs> yeah, you'll they'll pick somebody, <laughs> which is fine. Pick that's, someone better that's not than a problem. Pick someone better than Rikishi. Well, I mean, some. it can be someone who came back in the meantime, and you know, this was. It can be anyone, really. I mean, it could be Marcus <laughs> Louis. It, yeah, it could be anybody on the NXT roster. It could be anybody from the WWE who was in the crowd, such as Cesaro, if you wanted can to, be, even. So you have Bishop. all sort. Forgot Stop about it. Cal Bishop, didn't you? Yes. You forgot about Cal Bishop. Don't you ever dare forget about Cal Bishop. I also doubted El Dandy, so what do I know? It won't be El Dandy. Let's not get <laughs> ridiculous here. Let's not just let's just be semi-regular here on the show on this live return of Shake Them Ropes. 
Uh, if, yes. you're li- if you're listening on the live stream, tweet at us. Let us know how the stream's working out for you at Shake Them Ropes on Twitter. Uh, our first match of the night, because Hideo Itami was out, Finn Balor, Tyler Breeze, singles match, number one contendership. Uh, what do you think about this one? And Finn Balor getting the win again, the number one contender for the second time in a row. i say something. I knew that Balor's entrance was going to be great. Tyler Breeze came off as a damn superstar in that entrance. I loved it. He's kind of really loved good. Loved it. I don't know if you know this. Oh, He's kind of oh, really no, good. Oh, no, no. Oh, I have, I have, I have singed the praises of one Tyler Breeze for quite a while now. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this match. I would have liked to have seen Tyler get the win because he's never, has he ever really been in that number one contender match by himself? Uh, spot. This... I know he might have been with Neville, maybe, um, but. The thing is, he's gotten wins. He's gotten win over yeah. Hideo Itami. I mean, he's beaten Tyler or Finn Balor in tag team matches and whatnot. He's gotten wins. This was the, obviously the highest profile. Right. Uh, but. I. Didn't get the that was a here. pretty pretty darn good match. It was good. It was um, an opener. It was an opener on yeah. a show that wasn't out there to try and steal the show. Yes. I want to be friends with the guy who brought the Chinlock City uh, sign. That guy seems like a party animal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, you know, the one thing, it's funny because I didn't take many notes on Breeze and Atami. I was just kind of trying to enjoy the show the entire time. But I love the Tyler Breeze aggressive pin where he's kind of running to get momentum to keep the shoulders down. I absolutely love that spot. I know it never works for a three count, but it's great. Um, overall, you know, <laughs> they 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 took it outside. They had a dive from nine feet up onto mm-hmm. the ramp. You know, it it was exciting. It was a fast paced opener, and uh, they're they're the start <laughs> of the future of NXT one. So uh, I have absolutely no issue with this. Ben Balor got the win. Uh, Tyler Breeze will have his time. I mean, I think King the world. Co- I think the world King is Cooper starting. got the win. <laughs> I think the world is starting to come around on the Tyler Breeze train. Like, okay, we yes. haven't paid attention to him because he's not a worldwide superstar who's finally in WWE. He's a guy that WWE is bringing to the limelight, and he's excellent. Um, I am going to retweet a photo right now. Okay. That was tweeted by Mojo Rally himself. Speak of the devil. It's Mojo Rally was there at the Full Sail Arena, sitting alongside Mister Zach Ryder. Who looked like, all right, I'll be in this photo, but I'm kind of not happy you're taking this photo of me. Zach Ryder. I was, hope- I was hoping Mojo was selling things. Uh, Ring of Dragon on Twitter says, I don't see how Joe is going to be used like Rhino. LOL, come on. Yeah, he's older, but I'm sure he's going to be a full-time player. I don't mean he's going to be used like Rhino. I mean, he's got the Rhino deal. This is a guy who yeah. will be in for the NXT shows. He will be on certain house shows. But he's not signed to WWE. He can do other events. He's like Rhino. Rhino Rhino appeared on the House of Hardcore internet pay-per-view while working NXT TV and house shows. That is what Samoa Joe is going to do. The test run, so to speak. He's not. They want to get him. Yeah, he won't be appearing on Raw anytime soon, if that's what you're asking. Remember, before they went to TNA, the Wolves made a stop in NXT. So, I mean, this is this is this isn't like that. This is far more high profile because they it, they they have faith. It's the highest the guy. It's the highest profile they've done of these types of deals. It's the yes. farthest highest profile. He'll be mm-hmm. in for NXT. He'll do some NXT house shows. He'll be a huge attraction, but he'll until be, he'll, he's not locked up, and he also will be great for teaching purposes as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's an it's a no lose proposition for anybody involved in this. He's not he's not going to be at the performance center. He's not going to be living in Florida. That I mean, that's the thing right there. He's not going to be one of the guys like Finn Balor who's living and going to the performance center every day. 
And those guys might not be doing that much longer, too, if they're going to be touring the weekends. I mean, their days at the performance center might be, you know, done. Yeah, they they go to their TV on Wednesday and Thursdays. They go to, you know, the house shows uh, when they start coming up. Uh, But yeah, Finn Balor gets the win. Number one contender again. But because Samoa Joe is there, he's the main feud. I don't see Finn Balor getting a title win anytime soon. I think he's going to be a TV challenge and he's going to lose somehow again. And I wonder how many times they can keep doing that to him if he stays in NXT before the luster kind of wears off a little bit. Like, are you worried that the Finn Balor luster could be wearing off at any time? It's always a concern. Always. Especially the way they do things from time to time, you know, in terms of, you know, the interplay between NXT and and WWE. Let's put it this way. Their their track record of when they do bring up a guy to show him off to kind of give him a toe in the water hasn't always been the strongest. Yeah. Uh, We have another comment on Twitter. Warren Taylor says Jeff is hooting like an owl. Oh, that was over the women's match, which I will hoot. It's a true observation. I mean, that is Mm. a fact. That's fine. Uh, He said, very fun show, match of the year contender, uh, and a good main event. And, of course, Joe. Joe. Uh, Case Lowe on Twitter says, Sasha versus Becky, the greatest WWE women's match ever? He's asking. He's asking if we think it might be the greatest women's match ever. Um, I'd have to see what the other contenders are. I certainly didn't get greatest match ever feel. But I want to ask you, I mean, do you put that match ahead of Natalia versus Charlotte last year? Yes. Okay. Do you put it against Charlotte and Sasha? Mm, slightly, yeah. Because I think, uh, it, mm, yes. Overall, yes. But but there, I have my reasons as well. I mean, I, I enjoy Charlotte, Sasha for the fight it was. It was more of a fight match. And, it, and and Sasha's gotten so much better even since that match. Uh, this one was spectacular. I, I'd put, yeah, I'd, right now I'd say it's probably the best women's NXT match I've seen. Best women's NXT match I can go with. But WWE doesn't, WWE doesn't exactly have a long list of they great don't. women's matches. And, you know, Bull Nakano versus Alundra Blaze yeah. didn't set the world on fire necessarily. I mean... So right now, sure, I'll I'd, say that. I'd have Why not? To, I'd have to go to cagematch.net. I'd have to and roll then, through the Jackie Gata Rolodex and see if there's any I should be looking back at. You know, look at Molina versus uh, Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. Yep. Yeah, from that sure. SmackDown house show. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I mean, there's a lot of contenders out there. What are you going to do? Uh, we have uh, the Twitter comments rolling in. Rolling in. Kobe on Twitter says the best card NXT has put out. Uh, main event, the debut of Joe, both awesome, an amazing women's title match, and a decent undercard. Let's continue with this undercard. The total diva, Dana Brooke, teaming with evil Emma, going up against Charlotte and Bailey. I thought this might have been the most predictable match of the night to me, okay, aside from Rhino and Baron. I thought to me this was a certainty that the Dana Brooke would win, but the it Dana a, Brooke did not. It was a fun intergender tag team match. Stop it with the intergender. <laughs> Sorry. Charlotte's um, an athlete and Dana Brooke is a total sweetheart. It, it, it was, I have been served. Uh, it, it was a fine match. I enjoyed it. I thought, uh, I thought Dana kind of stood out a little bit as being a little bit she under the, the curve. Nope, she is and the and she That's is. Right, yes. Oh, okay. Sure. Let's be real on this I, Dana Brooke. I, 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 She's I, been I, I, wrestling I, I, for a year, kids. I, I, I'm I'm grading on a curve with her. 
she's she was fine, but I thought she might have been the weak link in the match at least because at least the ending she you know she had her arms up for about twelve seconds while Bailey slid on her legs. But overall, yes, the match was a little predictable, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I like watching Bailey. I watch like watching Charlotte. I like watching Emma. Emma was great in this, mm-hmm. and 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 Dana did fine. She wasn't great, but she was fine. How about that? I want to ask you a question about this Dana Brooke. Oh God. But th- this is a serious question, okay? Because the women Yes, I will, NXT, I will put my serious face on. I'm the sorry. women in NXT are graded yes. on such a higher curve now, match quality-wise, than any of the women on Raw. Because I that's agree. what they're doing on NXT. They're having matches, and they're having pay-per-view caliber bouts every month at TakeOver, okay? Mm-hmm. So Dana Brooke may not be ready for that. But don't you think if she was on Raw doing three-minute matches, she might be the biggest thing they had in the women's division? She's got an entrance. She's got a look. Okay. And she wouldn't have to go out there doing, you know, trading holds with Charlotte. She wouldn't have to go out there, you know, with a, you know, 12 minute choreographed fest. She'd be top five in the Divas division. Is she? I don't know. I don't know if she'd be the, I don't think she'd be a bigger star than, say, Nikki Bella. But she, she, or Paige, but she's top five. Yeah. The thing I think that helps her out so much is that she's super comfortable on the mic, it seems like. She's really uncomfortable. She's comfortable in front of people because she's been doing these bodybuilding contests. It's not like she's going out there nervous. You know, some people come to wrestling or come to WWE specifically and they get out there and they've never been in front of large crowds before and they've never performed. Dana Brooke has performed in front of large crowds. Okay. So she's not an amateur to that. And she comes out here and I just think like if she would be better served right now for WWE than she is for NXT. Like it's backwards. NXT should be developing you to get to raw, but I think she would be better on raw right now to develop, to try and get to WWE or NXT. Here's, here's the thing about going up to the main roster. It wouldn't be the crowds that get to her. It would be that when, when the agent walks up to you and goes, we've cut your match from five minutes to two minutes. Mm -hmm. What do you do now? And she doesn't have the experience to do that just yet. She does, so, she does her entrance, she poses, she clotheslines someone, and then wins. Look, <laughs> I, would I understand. Actually love that. I, would, I could age in a Dana Brooke match with that right there. Go out there, clotheslineer. You, you, you wanted me to be serious. I'm Go being be, serious. Be serious about the Dana Brooke, please, yes. Hey, God, no. Oh, stop. Um. I, suspension. <laughs> Suspended. I'm suspending Jeff right now. Um, Warren Taylor says, Jeff, don't poke, poke the uh, intergender bear. It never ends well. That's probably uh, good advice. Uh, I, I agree. I will not poke the bear no mo's. Ladies um, and gentlemen, we have breaking news. I think she, oh, okay. We have breaking news. Voicesofwrestling.com slash WWE shop. You can go right now and purchase for $19.99 on sale. A Samoa Joe SoCal Submission Specialist shirt. They're already selling the merch. The shirt that Good. Samoa Joe wear, wore on NXT tonight is for sale at VoicesOfWrestling.com slash WWE shop. You can go get that shirt. Uh, it appears that uh, the Frey movement on Twitter has already put that in his cart. He sent a little screenshot here, unless he's sending it Bye. from somewhere else. Buy a million of them, make Joe rich. I actually, have no issue with that. Actually, not a bad looking shirt. It's, it's, just, it's one of the better shirts they have. It actually is not bad. Yeah. It's not bad at all. I don't even see. It's got the NXT logo on it, not the WWE logo. The NXT logo. So be ready for that. Um, 
That's a cool shirt. That's a cool shirt. Go buy it. It's a nice shirt. If you I want like to support it. Simone Joe, that's mm-hmm. an interesting development. They got the shirt ready and ready to go. I'm surprised no internet sleuths found the URL to that before it was made public. Okay. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> um, Ring of Dragon on Twitter says, don't forget to send your condolences to the soon-to-be future endeavored four-count ref. That is right. <laughs> we did have a four-count in the Tyler Breeze-Finn Balor match. I wasn't sure about that. I asked. I, went, I will tell you, four? as a referee, this is what happened. Sean Bennett made the one count. And he fell? He made it a little or early. He made it okay. early, okay? He made it mm-hmm. early because the he saw the shoulders weren't completely down. And you know, the, even the NXT refs, they have to make sure everyone's shoulders are down fully. Yeah. So he counted the one. Didn't count. Guy's shoulders weren't down. So he counted three more. It looked weird. looked awkward. He did count four times but sean bennett is the most professional ref they have down there he is their head official he's not going to be fired because of that mistake no let's let's give him some slack kids. and also yeah people probably noticed it a little but it's not that big of a deal and he's got Agreed. what they want him to do on his side like hey the shoulders weren't down i had to start the count over just started the count over that's all um did you ever give your dana brooke answer Yes, I said she'd be top five. She's got potential. Uh, they you wanted her to. You wanted her to be the biggest star in the Divas division. I said she'd be top five. I'm not ready to crown I, her just yet. I don't. I don't think that she should be the top diva. I think she would be up there just with what yes. they have right now. Um, oh, they don't have much up there. They so don't it's have not much that at all. Hard. They don't have much oh. at all. We got some of the new recruits to the performance center shown on camera, and boy, did this crowd go nuts for Uha Nation. Uha. Ooh, ha, and then he's ooh, smiling ha. like you wanted to see that guy in the ring winning the gold that night. Like yeah, this- and then the cr- the crowd later that night started ooh-ha when Joe was about to come out. That confused the heck out of me. Well, <laughs> yeah, the crowd was chanting ooh-ha. We, had, uh, we have a couple people on Twitter saying that the music kind of made like it, it felt like they were making those sounds. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. There was it tribal music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for Samoa Joe. So we, we got that a little bit. Um, Rhino and Baron Corbin was the match that uh, it was one of the two possibilities we considered. Like one possibility was Baron was just going to win right away because mm-hmm. that was his match type. Like he would just catch Rhino going for a gore or something and, and flatten him. Uh, but we got the long match. I think the best Baron Corbin match we've seen on TV anywhere. That's my exact note. Uh, it was not. I, I got the chance and I was lucky to see the NXT debut in Columbus, Ohio, and Baron Corbin wrestled Tyson Kidd, and that match was really good. But as far as what's been on TV, this is the best match he's had. Rhino was out there like a pro, knowing exactly how to sell for Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin was, uh, Baron does this weird thing, and I think it's because he's green, but it could just be because he's so super smart and he, you know, he's not this fully polished wrestler and he knows that's his gimmick. Like he's a lone wolf. Who's going to go out there and beat people up. But sometimes he just looks like he doesn't know what he's doing in the ring, stumbling about like this time he was stumbling in the ropes, you know, just, he's, you know what he's doing. He's processing what he's supposed to do while he's doing it. Right. And it's going to trip up. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree bit. with you. Um, but I'm not really holding other, that against oh, him any. No, I'm not either. I, I think he'll get over that once he feels more natural. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, yeah. like, I like this match for what it was. I, I'm a, I did too. I'm a big believer in the potential of Baron Corbin. I like Baron Corbin. Uh, I liked Rhino looking happy to be there at the, at the beginning of the match. He loves it. I liked that. 
I mean, he was. I mean, he seemed genuinely. And then he got the scowl on when he got into character. But I liked the. I liked that he liked. Uh, he enjoyed it. Um, the only thing Baron did that really that I criticized a little bit, and I made a tweet about this. I hate. I absolutely loathe the spot because they tell you to do this, where he spins around on the body to get to the hard camera, so he's facing it when he's making the yeah, pin. Yeah. Ah. Uh, well, we have a couple of guys in NXT who do that. But he's like the most noticeable one. Well, they're taught to do that. Right. They're taught to do that. Right. So that just drives me as opposed to, you know, having a handheld guy showing the pin. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that that's 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 nitpicky, but best Baron Corbin match he's at, period. We have the top trends worldwide right now. Samoa Joe shirt. NXT TakeOver. I have retweeted the link to the uh, Samoa Joe shirt. So if you are interested in that at all, you can go to our Twitter at Shake Them Ropes. The link is at the first one. It's the Samoa Joe SoCal shirt. Um, TNA. You stop. I think halfway through the show, this is our little halfway breaking point. Okay. Let's pour one out for TNA. I got some fruit punch here. I'm going to pour it out all over my keyboard. Oh, no. Not really. Poor TNA. They just brought the Pope back. You know, Austin Aries is going to be in Fort Wayne here in July. For those who are listening that haven't maybe listened to us before and are just checking us out from the NXT hashtag, I don't know if there's that many of you out there, but Austin Aries is doing a a big-time indie show here in Fort Wayne in July, which are going to see the likes of Just Incredible, Abyss, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, maybe, Sean Waltman. Austin Aries, a lot of dudes. Just thought I'd throw that out there a little bit. Yeah, uh, the guy not good enough to make tough enough last time. Yeah. Well, you know what? I can kind of see that. I can kind of see why Austin Aries shouldn't kind of be there, you know? No, he shouldn't be there, but they, they, they basically told him, no, you're not talented enough, or you're not big enough, or you're not what we're looking for, which is garbage, because he's great. But, I mean, ring, you know... But- it, I don't know. I don't know if the attitude is there that they really want to deal with it. But they got Kevin Owens on the roster. So what do I know? Talent brings attitude. That's true. So that I'm true. fine with it. Uh, Andy Green on Twitter asked, do you think Enzo and Big Cash should have won the tag team titles tonight? And do you think they'll get another shot? Because that is the next match here for the tag team titles. Colin Cassidy, Enzo Amore going up against Blake and Murphy and Alexa Bliss. For those who uh, did not realize the full heel turn on tv it is, hi guys it how's is, it going it's cemented in <laughs> it is cemented in alexa bliss came out basically <laughs> stole the win from cass and enzo you know what else turned heel blake's hair blake's hair murphy's the hair they both have the same the, hair no no blake has has the samurai puff a little more pronounced or no 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 i mean murphy has has Mur- the samurai Murphy's puff. the red blake hair one. blake Blake has the has the the girls' hairdo. I guess that's true. I guess it's true there. Yeah, but uh, it was interesting. The match was okay. I think the crowd, as they always do, got behind Enzo and Cass, especially at the finish I, there. I understand. Originally, I thought this is where you give the tag belts to Enzo and Cass for a run. But in storyline purposes, they wanted to establish the heel turn of Alexa. So you you yeah. kind of take this this is this is your quintessential WWE sports entertainment storyline. So mean, it'll continue because they don't have a lot left in the tag division right now. Like they haven't established 
the shoot nation team or the mechanics or anyone else yet. Like, they haven't built it. back up. They haven't built back up the VOD villains. The VOD villains they have been missing in action. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they need to, you know, there, there's a lot of guys that they need to build up here in order to get a tag division. And this is just, just seems going to be the one that's where they're trading wins back and yeah. forth. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm fine with it for now. I, I think they should have switched because I'd like to see them as championship material. But, uh, I would have thought you know, you could, it was a fun match. You could have still continued the program, um, but I think this gives us TV fodder now. You'll do a six-man tag. You'll do Carmella and Alexa Bliss in a singles match again. Uh, so That it, should be good. That should be pretty good, I Car- think. Carmella that, that and Alexa? Feud. I mean, I know they've already gone against one, one another, but I yep. think, but I think, you know, that Carmella is athletic as hell. Yeah. So, I mean, and Alexa's getting better she's good yeah. she's getting better i just don't i evil alexa bliss i'm i'm hoping it's it's false i i'm hoping it's the same gimmick but just kind of self-aware that she's being phony about it yeah but uh i mean yeah will they get another shot absolutely they will yeah I mean, they have to they they're, they're, they're the only, they're the only team around right, right now right uh and then we got the women's title, what some were calling, if Sami Zayn couldn't have gone tonight, some were calling for this to be the main event of the show. On, breathe us in. And it, and it would have delivered. Yes. Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, the NXT Women's Championship. And before we get to this match in general, let's talk about the feuds that we have going in the women's yes. division on a one-hour weekly show. Mm-hmm. Bailey and Emma. Car- Bailey and Emma, great. Carmella Alexa Bliss. Great. I don't necessarily know if they're going to go with Charlotte and Dana Brooke as a one-on-one. I think program. they are. I think they are. They're, they've well established kind of the, the two powerhouses. So right. yes, so I, you, I would put it down. So you got those three. Uh, you're probably not done with Sasha and Becky in any form yet. I don't know if she's going to get another title rematch or anything like that. Maybe work her way back to it. But mm-hmm. you got a lot of stuff going on with the women in NXT. There's almost yep. as many women's feuds, maybe more than actual feuds going on on the men's side. True. On this you have Leva Bates, Rob, Leva Bates, Rob McCarron feud, that which is a uh, brewing. Is, is that a feud? I mean, you don't like her. I've been on more I, NXT shows than Leva Bates has. <laughs> I've been at more, I should say. No, it's a, it's a strong division. I love it. It is love a very it, strong it, division. It. Let's, uh, let's get the one bad thing out of the way. Talk about it. Becky's gear. Uh, I like uh, it. I, I made the comment. Well, I made the comment that it's more character than champion. Mm-hmm. And I think that stands. I mean, steampunk, Becky, Tomb Raider, Pippi Longstocking, Becky, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's fine, but I would have liked something. God, I'm, I'm, I'm sounding like such a hater right now. I don't want to be, but I wanted something better, I guess, when I said she needs a, a new look. Mm-hmm. This is not it. This is not it. I don't think, I don't think you can, you know, it need it needed to be, it needed a little bit more heft, I think, rather than cosplay. Oh, okay. I see. I, I like the change. I mean, they do this, you know, Tyler Breeze has yeah. new gear every takeover. You do the big entrance for Finn Balor. Uh, you had Sasha Banks with the different look when she won the title. Uh, and you have Becky I Lynch the, here. I liked the trench coat. I liked that part, liked the when, ring but, the, but the ring jacket was great. The in-ring gear, eh, not my thing. 
I I like the look. I I'm thought being, it was interesting. Yeah, I'm, being, I'm being yelled at right now for you, saying that. You should be. I'm retweeting no. a photo of Becky Lynch in her takeover gear. So you She's can, great. You can be the judge. You can be the judge. And, you know, we'll just be impartial here, except for Jeff. Well, I mean, can't be for, impartial for, about anything. Hold on. Hold on. For a guy who hates Leva Bates for the cosplay stuff, Is that for you to turn to around. Me? Since when do I hate Leva Bates? You've said before that she needs to get rid of the cosplay crap. No, I have not. You have on this show. I will find that on you. Yeah, good luck. Look, I don't think I've ever said the word cosplay until just now. Ever. Okay. Ever. Maybe it, I'm mixing you up with someone else. You might be know. mixing me up with someone else. You all look alike. <laughs> yeah, us, <laughs> us 30-year-old white guys. But let's get to the match. The match, the match, the match, the match was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Might be my match. It's I think it's my WWE match of the year so far. Possibly. WWE match of the year. Interesting. He he says with an upswing in his (laughs) Yeah. Um, As if there might be a question. (laughs) As if he hasn't really thought this through, but he's making a strong take that he'll probably get killed for on Twitter. Um but I love it. I love it. I love the transitions. I love the yeah. strength spots by Becky. I think this is Becky's best NXT match by miles. Yeah. Um, I think Sasha did a great job here. Um, I am not going to fault them for, for momentum hurting the dive spot at all because she held on to her despite being on the ground. Um, love the top rope transition to the bank statement for the win. Loved the, the extended heat spot in the middle. Loved the, oh, just loved everything. I loved, I loved, I loved the Quentin Jackson power bomb out of the armbar spot. I loved, 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 loved the. Uh, I thought, I thought Sasha might actually tap for a bit in that armbar, being so close to the ropes and not being there, but she inched there. So you fooled me. Good job on that. Loved it. Love, love, love. I was hoping for a handshake of respect after the match. I didn't get it, but I don't care. That didn't take that much away from me. I. It's going to be hard to top this match, and <laughs> as we've said before, the women keep topping themselves every time on these specials. Mm-hmm. Eventually, our hopes are going to be raised to the point where they disappoint us, and and we're, we may be too critical, I think, but for right now, let's just enjoy it. Stop stop telling me about all Japan women in the mid-90s. Stop it. That, 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 that era's gone and dead, and nobody should be comparing those two things. It's like trying to compare a modern-day match to Flair Steamboat. Stop it. <laughs> this was a great match. Loved it. Quentin Moody, Your on, turn. Quentin Moody on Twitter says, <laughs> I agree with Jeff. After the Royal Rumble triple threat match, the, I think this is my number two in WWE so far this year. Oh, that's a good pick. That's Danny, a good pick. <laughs> Danny says the sell job that Corey Graves gave to the hyperextended elbow submission Sasha did to Becky was excellent. Corey Graves was not bad on this show, actually. Corey Graves was great. I thought he was I, I, one of his best shows yet. Let's put it this way: his best match, though, was was the tag match, uh-huh. the, uh, the 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 women's tag match, where where he 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 went there with Emma. Is he sh- is she gonna show her how to do misdemeanors? He did. And then there was a then there was another one. Oh, there was another line I forgot, but but it made me laugh out loud. He was really good in that match, well, and he was really good overall. And Brennan was solid, and of course, uh, Byron brought nothing. But I'm. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes I think like guys like Booker T are ribbing Byron Saxton just because he's the new guy on these WWE panels. Or it's just that they all know he's just not very good. And they're like, why is this guy on the same show as me? 
Yeah. I'm trying I to remember what the, other, what the other Graves line was during that tag match that got me. It was very close to after that <laughs> misdemeanor I just, line. But 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 let's go back to Becky Sasha. That's what we were on. I just can't Sorry, believe go, go uh, Becky Sasha. So the winners leading up to this match, we had Finn Balor win the number one contendership. Charlotte and Bailey won the uh, Divas tag team match. We had Baron Corbin put an end to Rhino. Uh, the tag title stayed with Blake and Murphy. And Sasha Banks retained her NXT Women's Championship against Becky Lynch. Excellent match. I'm looking forward to see where they go to it because, you know, we just had yeah. Becky lose. I don't think she gets an immediate rematch because that's not what NXT does on top. I mean, they make you earn it. I mean, the whole thing with William Regal whenever he's on TV is you got to earn the match. Now, I want to see let me, how... Let me give a, okay, let me give a couple more positives sure. here because it sounds like you're transitioning. Um the 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 towards the end the Becky moves working on the arm both ladies did a great job selling the arm even mm-hmm. after the match especially with the Sasha raising the arm thing for after the win thought that was great thought Becky showed great emotion in the loss like this mattered to her oh man that was great because I have because I it sounded like I shaded Becky in the beginning there I want to kind of make up for that right now she was great. In this match, it, it, it just, it, my, my words are, my brain is ahead of my words or something to that effect, but I loved this match. Kind of going into the main event of the show, Jonathan Snowden on Twitter says wrestling fans getting so emotional about work rate guys, getting their chance to flip and flop on a medium sized stage is always hilarious. Always hilarious. Samoa Joe is finally here at NXT. Bite me. At least we're involved in this show. <laughs> At least we're involved in this show, as opposed to Raw, which is you're processed you're crap. In, people are engaged with NXT. I mean, yes, it's an engaging you know show for a smaller audience, of course. But I mean, if that helps the network, I mean, think about all the stuff that you got. If you never subscribed to the network in the last year and decided, okay, this is the month I give it a shot for free. Gee, I'm 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 sorry, sir. You you didn't didn't enjoy NXT as much as Dolph Sheamus version 2000. <laughs> they do wrestle a lot. Oh, they do <laughs> wrestle a lot. Uh, someone is bringing this up too on the Twitter feed, and this is right. Like here we are talking about Kevin Owens, you know, feuding with John Cena and Samoa Joe now at the same time on WWE TV. The number one contender to Kevin Owens. Okay, Kevin Owens has a championship on WWE TV, and his number one contender is Prince Devitt. Mm-hmm. 2015 everybody we're we're talking about women's wrestling in the wwe and women's wrestling everything is going on on this nxt show now the question comes up and we're going to get to this main event and the big reveal but you mentioned it before we went on air you know are we getting too excited about the show because of how it ended is this show being propped up higher than it should be because of the final you know 45 minutes of the program Mm, it's being propped up because it had a genuine progression. Like, I, I want to know if in two months we're going to look back at this takeover and say, okay, the angle with Joe was cool and the women's match was great, but everything else was just kind of there. And you had crappy finish to the NXT tag title match. No, it was engaging still. I mean, it yeah. was a crappy finish, but you have one of those on every NXT special. You, yeah. you, you don't hold it against, you hold it against other NXT specials and it, and it, and it, measures up okay well i guess what i'm asking if you had to pick a wwe show of the year so far this year would this be it or would it maybe be WrestleMania? But, but but you always kind of have to go with wrestlemania i mean you you do 
I, I enjoyed, I had, I was far more engaged in this than I was WrestleMania, except for the last match. Right. Because WrestleMania did have that kick ass NWO versus DX showdown. I mean, let's be real. I mean, come on. Come on. You done? Are you done? Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn <laughs> for the NXT tag or for the NXT championship. The big news coming out of this match before we get to the reveal of Kevin Owens next potential challenger is that they really did a job on Sami Zayn's injury here. Like the whole build up to this match was the fact that Sami Zayn was injured and that Kevin Owens was going to put him out for good. And TV wise, Owens may have just done that. Great match for what Sammy could do. This was a great match. It's not going to be on anybody's match of the year contenders, but it was a, it was a hard fought match for Sammy that led to a giant, giant beat down for Kevin Owens. Both guys came out looking good. Yeah. Uh, you have the added heat of Regal coming out, trying to stop the beat down mm-hmm. and he gets punked out. And then Joe comes out. It's, you can't ask for more. You can't ask for more out of that match. I'm sorry with an injured Sammy Zayn, unless you're going to make the, unless you're going to make the surprise substitution, that's, and that's a guy working hurt. Yeah. And doing some great spots like that power bomb holding on to the holding on to the stairway rails. Love that spot. Well, you know, the, I just love how they got to the how they got to the bomb on the apron. Uh-huh. I loved it. Yeah, it was great. The point is he did work hurt. I mean, this is a situation where Sami Zayn was good enough to go with some pain in this match just to get it out of the way. Like the same way he mm-hmm. wrestled the John Cena match. Yeah, he's hurt and he's going to be in pain throughout the entire thing. But it's not like he can't go out in the ring and do things. And here's the difference between NXT and WWE. They put it as an under, underdog, injured underdog being scrappy as opposed to killing him on commentary for being injury prone. If, if the idea really was that they were going to do this injury angle because he is so hurt that he can't wrestle for a while and he's maybe got to have surgery, are you a little surprised that happened in this day and age of WWE and their health system that they actually put a guy out there who they knew was going to have surgery and they knew was really hurt for a long period of time? but they let him do this one match just to get a storyline out of the way. Cause this was our fear, right? That he would be, he would be well enough to wrestle one match, but really he was so hurt and they wouldn't let him wrestle. Cause they were so conscious about the fact that they need to be worried about everyone's health. Yeah, but it's remember when I went over the Daniel Bryan situation where it's like, they care about him, but maybe not to the point of a, of a, of a main guy. Kind of the same situation, I think. Mm-hmm. But also, I, th- I think I think the injuries are different. I think you have to go with what the guy says. If he says he can go, you let him go. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless it's obvious that he, he's, his bell is rung. Because yeah. he, knows, he knows his body and he knows how to work a match, especially, especially Sami Zayn, has been in this business long enough where he's worked hurt and he knows how to work a match to get around that. Mm-hmm. So you trust him. They're veterans, and he trusts he trusts Owens implicitly because I mean they've worked together so often. It's hard, you know, it's hard to say no to that. So yeah, yeah you trust him. Go for it. Quentin Moody on Twitter says, "I think that Sammy might be done with NXT after his recovery. His main roster run is coming, and I think this match set that up. And this is mm-hmm. this is the worry that I have because we've done it with Charlotte, we've done it with Sammy, we're kind of doing it now with Finn Balor." We've done it with Owens based on, you know, the fact that he's has a chamber match coming up. We have to stop thinking that everyone is on the cusp of going to the main roster because it's just not going to happen for all they the don't guys even, at the same time. And it may they not don't even for know. Any of them. 
they don't even know what to do with the guys that are on the roster right, right now. Let's let's not push it, kids. Um, and plus, they need stars. And plus, they knew. Yep. You know, now now Sammy's has a little bit of heat on him for being for getting injured. So you know, I and I don't think that I don't think they're going to bring him up until he has a run. They're going to bring him up as NXT champ, I think, to give him that credibility. Yeah, I, I just um, because it, Charlotte's the biggest one. I mean, I was there on February 12th where she was waving goodbye and crying to the crowd and everyone thought that was her swan song. And here she is still wrestling in NXT TV in meaningless, somewhat meaningless matches. Great matches, but meaningless for the long term. Can I be the one to say that this might just be them effing with dad? I don't think it is. I think they just want, I mean, Charlotte is one of those women that go out on these live shows and she's the biggest woman star. Her yeah. and Sasha. So, or maybe, or maybe, or maybe like the criticisms I had, maybe they may, maybe they see the same thing in terms of the corpsing, not being central in the character just yet. Well, still being a little, still being a little rough around the edges. Cause the one thing you have to do as a woman in WWE on the main roster is you have to be able to talk and hold the camera because they don't care if you can work 20 minute matches. Yes. They, they care. They care. They care if you're a bitch on camera. That's well, it. Well, that and they just, no, not necessarily. They just want you to be able to get out a full sentence in the character and in the way you're supposed to without breaking or laughing. And Charlotte no, the doesn't Bellas, do that. The Bellas, can, well, the Bellas can barely read a line. Oh, the Bellas are great. The <laughs> Bellas are excellent. Uh, shake them ropes at voicesofwrestling.com slash STR. You can listen to all our past shows. We will be back next week uh, for our Elimination Chamber preview show already, <laughs> as well as talking Randy Savage and DDP from Spring Stampede 97. You can get the entire list of our WWE Top 100 matches that we'll either be reviewing or have reviewed at VoicesOfWrestling.com slash STR. Follow us on Twitter at ShakeThemRopes. Um, I don't know if we're going to go live again after the Elimination Chamber, but we'll do another live show in the next month. Because don't forget, two weeks after that is Money in the Bank, which if you watch SmackDown tomorrow night, you'll see they're already starting the build for. Because it's coming in under a month now. Uh, but the big news, TNA canceled. By Destination America. Samoa Joe showing up in NXT on WWE TV with the Samoa Joe name. You can go read Samoa Joe stuff right now on WWE.com. Uh, we'll follow it here at Voices of Wrestling. We'll follow it with our show. I'm excited for this NXT show. I feel like in the next weeks, we're going to be talking more about NXT than we will WWE. Oh, I'm, I'm going to try and make a point of it. It's, I'm loving it. It's crazy. Tomorrow is the TV taping. They're taping you know, three or four weeks of TV at full sale. I have to figure Samoa Joe will be on them. We'll find out what's next for Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens. Uh, we do our best not to uh, talk too much about the spoiler stuff on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we kind of just base everything that we talk about based on what's already aired and where things are going. Uh, just for those who don't want to be spoiled by NXT, because let's face it, NXT is an enjoyable show to watch on Wednesdays. And if you're one who just wants to see where things are going, because they do tape four weeks ahead, you know, that's. You can listen to our show and feel free because you won't get spoiled at it. Um, Jeff Hawkins, any final thoughts on this NXT takeover night? I, I will watch NXT any day other than Wednesday. I'm going to watch this show again probably tomorrow because I loved it so much. I'm going to go. I'm going to go rewatch the ending there for sure. I'm just going to go uh, you know, watch that again. Samoa Joe. And I want I want an, an NXT show in my area now as opposed to San Jose. Come on to L.A. kids. Bring it. Bring it. If you feel that uh, we were horrible human beings for talking about TNA getting canceled tonight, TNAMecca.com is the place for you. So uh, have fun out there. 
Uh, go follow us on Twitter at Shake Them Ropes. Go hang out at the Voices of Wrestling forums, and uh, we will talk to you next week on Shake Them Ropes. I like Becky. Stop killing me about what I said about Becky. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.